Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Jen. And aloha. Fresh off the plane from Hawaii. Oh yep. my God. I, I it was I'm it was so a jealous. good time. I'm ready to go back right now, actually. By the time you know what the I'm sad gonna pack thing myself is? in your suitcase if you go back. You gotta come with me next time. But I think the sad thing about vacation is like when you finally start to relax, it's time to come home. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like yeah. when you finally go somewhere and you cut takes a few days to like get into it, and then by that time you're like, Oh man, I gotta start dreading going back to reality. But yeah, I was on the island of Maui for the Hawaii Food and Wine Festival. It was absolutely beautiful. I wish you, you guys could have gone. Uh, also, everyone mm. has to follow Jen on Instagram um, at Jennifer Horn Radio. Yep, and you the pictures are incredible. Like it looked like you had eight days of wake up in paradise, yep. mm-hmm. eat the best food mm-hmm. cooked by the best chefs, mm-hmm. and then you went <laughs> on the air and talked about it. That's like, exactly what happened. I missed so, this opportunity, a career day. I I would have signed up for that as a career. The company that I run with my dad, one of our, we have lots of, we have eight channels of talk radio programming. And we, you know, a lot of people think about talk radio and they just think it's all politics. And, you know, by and large, there is a lot of politics in talk radio, but you also have sports talk and entertainment and we have Spanish language talk. One of our big claims to fame at CRN is that we do a lot of food, wine, travel, and entertainment programming. And so it's really fun. There are a lot of benefits to doing that kind of thing because you get to go to cool places some of the time. Yeah. And we've been totally locked and down. it's we, part of your job, so. And it's part of the job, exactly. So we used to go to Hawaii every year. We would go to Kaanapali Beach and we would be there for different events. We've done uh, Kaanapali Fresh, which is a food and wine event, the Maui Onion Festival. And a few years ago, they brought in the Hawaii Food and Wine Festival into Kaanapali, which is actually run by Roy Yamaguchi, who mm-hmm. has the restaurant famous. Roy's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and is hey, I would say chef. it's is it safe to say he's the probably the biggest name export from Hawaii in the I would chef think world so. in the chef right? world. He's, yeah, yeah, most notable. He and Alan I've eaten Wong, it, I think two of his restaurants. It's incredible, so good. Yeah. and he and Alan Wong have gotten together to do this food festival, and it's on three islands in Hawaii. So they do Oahu, I think they do the Big Island, and then they do Maui. And it's over a series of weeks and they bring people in and they raise money to give back to the individual islands for their education program because Hawaii is an island and because each of these individual neighboring islands from Hawaii are all, um, sometimes they they lack resources. And so Mm -hmm. it's a really great program and it's a really great way to make sure that their schools are are all up to par. And one of the really cool things that they do is that they bring in um, uh, school kids from, well, kids. Listen, I sound like I'm old, but students, students. from culinary mm-hmm. school to help serve and to help, you know, stand by these huge, amazing, big name chefs. Yeah. So it's really cool. So the first five days of being in Maui, we did our broadcast. We did a show. Well, we did a show every day, two shows on Thursday because we had interviews with chefs on Friday. And then on Friday evening, we had this incredible media dinner at one of my favorite restaurants in Maui called Japango. It's a chain at some of the Hyatt properties, but this one is so beautiful. I mean, it's freaking beautiful. You're on the beach in Hawaii, the best spot for sunsets. And they brought out, you would have died. They brought out these, like this bridge filled with sushi and sashimi. They, it just beautiful colors. They gave us hibiscus syrup as a take-home gift for their signature cocktail there. I mean, it was just really fantastic. And then the next night was a walk around tasting where they bring in wineries and they bring in mixologists to shake fresh cocktails. And they have some of the chefs that are participating, give little 
like samples, plates of their food. And it's a walk around. And then on Sunday evening, that's this year's theme was to bring in, they called it, um, beard stars, beards, and diamonds. And that meant (laughs) that all of the participating chefs either had to have a Michelin star, a James beard award, or a I literally thought you were going to say they they had to have a beard, like like facial. (laughs) That's pretty easy. (laughs) Yeah. Or they had to have a, a triple diamond rating from AAA. And so to have those chefs at that caliber come in, there was a chef assigned to each course. It was a five course meal and they used, they had to at least use one fresh ingredient from the Island as the standout. And then they built around that. And I am telling you, Oh my God, my favorite thing. (laughs) It's like iron chef in real life. Like as a kid, I never ate seafood. Now I've been trying more and more to see what I like. Mm -hmm. And this, they did a, an OPA, not to be confused with Oprah, but uh, grilled Opa, and they did it with like pineapple mango chutney with like this most delicious fresh cilantro sauce over the top of it. Wow! They garnished it with fresh flowers. I mean, it was just it was amazing. It tasted like Hawaii. It was it was amazing. It was delicious. Is this open to the public? Yeah, people. That's and that's how they make their money. They sell tickets. People come. Sometimes people will travel. They do a golf tournament, um, for instance, on Maui. They do different events, and people can come and participate. And then all of the money and the proceeds goes to the local schools. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. And in case you guys don't know, Jen and her dad are both wine sommeliers. Yeah, that's right. So um, that's so I I didn't get a chance to listen to you and your dad together, but if it's in podcast form, I want to hear you guys together. Um, yeah, Sierra and Talk. As a dynamic is, duo <laughs> is our website, and yeah, we just we had so much fun. You know, we get to work together a little less than we used to now because you know he's on he's in one side of the business, I'm in another, but. In Hawaii, we get to come together and do the shows together, which is a lot of fun. And we interviewed some incredible people, the properties in Kanapali, just amazing. And if you want to see pictures of the Food and Wine Festival, there's a hashtag. It's HFWF22 for Hawaii Food and Wine Festival. And you can see all of the stuff that's going on all the islands. It's amazing. It's a really oh, cool event. I'm so jealous. I mean, from the first <laughs> picture that I saw you post, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long week for me. <laughs> I have and to I'll- keep seeing these pictures. And there's fireworks and fire Ugh. dancers. And I mean, it just was like everything that you can imagine was all... They did a private <laughs> fireworks display for us after the walk around tasting on Saturday, which was really cool. And the properties themselves are just so stunning. Yeah. COVID- the landscaping sh- alone is like incredible. COVID <laughs> shut down most of these properties for at least a couple of months. And so many of them decided, you know, everybody's out of the hotel. Let's do our refurbishment product projects that we've been wanting to do. And so you're talking about millions of dollars that have been sunk into multiple properties, uh, at least that we were in on Kanapali Beach. And the Westin, Maui completely redid everything. And you walk into the lobby and this was always there, but it just, it looks even better. This huge waterfall five flamingos standing there looking at you all pink and beautiful. They've got these tropical birds and koi fish. And you're like, I'm in Hawaii now. This is, yeah. you know, it just, it transports you. It's really, really amazing. There's and no one more other thing. place. Yeah. Um, one of the things, if you stay in a certain building, if you pay for like the VIP experience at the Westin, they put you in the Hoka... Pa'a, I think, if I'm murdering it, forgive me, tower, but it has access to the lanai. And the lanai is this private bar, private restaurant that only people staying in this certain tower get to use. And in it, they have what's called cocktail pools, which means they have chairs sitting in the water so you can like have your feet, so you know, soak your feet, da- you know, <laughs> get your get your tootsies cooled off, have your cocktail, drink your champagne, 
and read a book. You can play a game. They have tables and chairs set up wow. in this little pool. And then at the end, a plunge pool. So you can actually like fully jump in if you get warm. It's great. Ugh. Oh, my God. So you were in the VIP section is what you're telling us. <laughs> Hello. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was fun. It was That's a great how she time. Rolls? Okay. <laughs> I well, will tell you, I did have a beauty fail though. Oh, uh, okay. Full disclosure. Uh -oh. So do you know about the ABC stores? Mm -mm, no. Anybody who has gone to Hawaii has probably seen these stores pop up. They're, they're awesome. And when you go in there, you know how when you go into like a store and there's just, I don't know, like the Hello Kitty store. We've talked about them before. You <laughs> just, you see things, you're just like, I don't need any of this stuff, but I want it all. You're right. This is like a Hawaiian store where they sell flowers for your hair. They sell barrettes. They sell necklaces with pearls on them. They sell. It sounds like um, it's Hawaiian Claire's. It's totally Hawaiian Claire's. They have <laughs> cover-ups. They have candles. They have food. They also have food and deli stuff. So like people will sometimes buy stuff for a picnic there. You take back to your room. So they have a lot of stuff mugs, bags. It's a souvenir store. It's fat. It's fabulous. And so one of the products that I absolutely love is, oh, and it's called like beach. It's not beach bum. That's a designer name. Bud's beach or something, but it's a coconut oil that you put on your body after you get out of the shower to lock in moisture. And it smells amazing. Oh, I bet. And one of the products that they have that I've always wanted to try says like tan beach babe. And it's actually got like this brown color and you're supposed to wear it when you're out in the sun. Well, I'm not going to give up sunscreen. So I thought I'm going to put my sunscreen on and then I'm going to put this brown stuff on my arms and my legs and just see if it works right when I'm out. So it's like a self tanner it's or activated It's by supposed the to sun. make you more brown, right? It's, okay. it's supposed to enrich your tan. Okay. Victoria, I turned myself into a donut. It was <laughs> sticky. Oh, no. I feel like I was like the sugar on top of a creme brulee and I was waiting for the torch to like dry it <laughs> off of me. <laughs> no, it ended up looking good. I got a little bit of a tan, which you can't see in my camera because the light sucks all my soul out. But um, <laughs> it was it worked, but it was so sticky and it got over oh. everything. And then it started to sort of like melt a little bit. And I was like, every time I'd sit down on my towel, I was leaving behind uh a little like smudge of brown, which is never what you want to see on a white towel. <laughs> I'm like, people are going to think that I pooped myself at the beach. <laughs> and then your white sheets in the, in the hotel room, right? <laughs> it was just I'm like, I'm like, this is not a good look. So every time I'd stand up, cause you know, it's hot. So you're, and it's yeah. humid. So you're sweating. Yeah. Every time I'd stand up and look back at my towel, I'd be like, Oh God, are there any brown smears? Cause it was just <laughs> melting off of me. Did you feel like you wanted to leave a note for housekeeping? I did I not poop myself. Like, <laughs> this is my beach bronzer. This is not yeah, any sort of physical material from yeah. me. <laughs> no hazmats required. Like, <laughs> So oh that my was God. my epic beauty fail in Hawaii. <laughs> wow. So I was going to say, before the story took a turn, I was going to say, <laughs> is that a product that you would recommend that you can order online, but we're not recommending that? Um, you know what? I think for some people, they, you know, Hey, it, it's fun to do when you're in Hawaii. Um, I can't say that I would recommend ordering some at home, but I do love the coconut oil. That is actually, it, it's amazing. It doesn't look like much, but the smell, it makes you feel like you're in Hawaii and it's coconut oil. It's good for your skin, especially as the winter months go. It's like giving you a little happy summertime vibe and yeah. moisturizing. So it's We have to find fantastic. that because I definitely want to get some of that. I'm going to Google it right now because it is so, uh, it just, it really is awesome. Let's well, see. and since today today's episode is all about fragrance, so it's, it's kind got of perfect. A beautiful oh, here it is, right here. It's called Beachcomber Bud. 
<laughs> Beachcomber, B-U-D-D. You can buy it on Amazon. Walmart has it. And it is coconut oil, natural skin, and body care. It smells delicious. You won't be sorry. It's great. I love it. And I, I love that. I know I can totally picture the smell of yeah. like the coconut base with like some tropical kind of stuff. Through. I can totally picture how awesome that is. So here's the big question. Do you now have a signature scent? Because we polled a lot of our Instagram followers. Yeah. And a lot of people say, most people said, a few had had a signature scent, and but most people said they mix it up. I mix it up totally. I, I get really bored with just having a signature scent. I do want to preface though, because I have noticed like a change in behavior. So I've always had multiple scents, always had multiple perfumes. Sometimes I think one is more appropriate for daytime. Others like mm-hmm. more nighttime, you know, and, and shifting it around based on the season. Sometimes you want something lighter, maybe a little more tropical during the summer and then something a little, you know, more vanilla or musky or something during the, the winter. But um, what I have noticed post COVID. And I think it's just cause I got lazy is that I have one perfume that I kind of wear the heck out of. And then I switch completely. Like I never, like I never buy multiple bottles in a row. When I used to do, when I used to switch it up every day, I'd have, I'd rebuy perfume all the time, but, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I get kind of bored. I think now it's just being complacent kind of after a pandemic and mm-hmm. just sticking with one. But what do you do? Cause you're, I don't think you mix it up. You're more of a, a signature scent kind of girl, right? I am. And I'm really boring because I, I, I used to have probably like two or three, you know, mm-hmm. in a rotation and I would do them because I'm on the East coast. We have seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would do, you know, uh, something for the summer, something for the fall and something for, you know, like winter, um, and so I, at the time I was doing chance by Chanel. Oh yeah. And that's a good one. That was a popular one for a long time. I liked that one. That was kind of, I think my like fall and spring, I don't mm-hmm. remember which season I actually was wearing it, but I remember that I burned through a couple bottles of that. And then in the summer I had a grapefruit citrusy one, um, from Anna Sui called Dolly girl. Uh-huh. And it's like the little pink doll head is the bottle. Oh, yeah, creepy. I remember that. A little yeah. punk. Little, little and a little creepy. creepy. Little yeah, punk, very little chunky. creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that that's a that was a really nice, like perfect for the summer. Great, lots of grapefruit notes yeah. in it. That was really nice. And then my signature signature that I've since kept, and now I don't mix it up at all for years now. I don't even know how many years, maybe 15. It's been J'adore by Dior. Oh, yeah. Which that's, is such a really classic. Nice one. Yeah. This is not insulting because I know when you go, oh, my mom, but that is actually my mom's. One of my mom's scents is, is that it? she likes J'adore. Yeah. And it smells love really it. good. It's yeah. really nice. It's very, you know what I think it is? It's a, it, it's like a shape-shifting scent. Like I think that it smells good on a lot of people and I think you can wear it for day or for night. It kind of mm-hmm. goes beyond seasons. So yes. I actually, I think that's a good choice. If you're going to stick with one, that's a good one. And it is funny because uh, like, amongst our friends and and coworkers when i used to work in an office <laughs> um, yeah. people started to identify it as my scent yeah. like i had like a friend of mine said i you know i smelled your perfume on the on the subway this morning you know and like no one knew the name of it but everyone was just like that's the victoria smell that's so, so i feel funny. like yeah i feel like it's it an must, identifier it's a brand yeah, and lewis loves it like he Good. absolutely loves it and so he he's when I first started dating him, he didn't wear any cologne at all. Um, ew, you know what? 
He's going to hate me for saying this. I think he was like an Axe body spray guy <laughs> at the time. I don't know. There's, it's kind of gross, but there is something sort of comforting. It reminds you of like high school or college dating, doesn't it? Like that Axe body yes. spray smell. It, yeah. yeah, it was not good. Like Affliction t-shirts and Axe body spray. You know, I think it's less about man, like like men using cologne they, they just don't know the right amount. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if there's like a scent that I have like a huge aversion to when it comes to men, men's cologne, but I think you have men who either do not wear enough. So you can't even smell it. It's like just yeah. the, like a whisper. And then you have men who bathe in it and it mm-hmm. like, it's just way too much. Like there is the perfect level of me. If you just getting close enough to smell a man that you want. And I think a lot of men struggle with the right proportion. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It is true. So I found he has one cologne now that he'll wear on date night. Basically, he doesn't wear it every day. But if we go out or or to a wedding or whatever, like it's the cologne he'll wear. And it's called um, Guilty by Gucci. And it's really nice. It it has. Yeah, I smelled it. I was still living in Manhattan at the time and I was working for uh, an FM station doing like fashion and beauty pieces. And I had to do something, an event at Saks Fifth Avenue. And it was it had just launched and I happened to be like waiting around, you know, those events like, you know, it, you t- they take forever. So right. I'm wandering around like shopping when I probably shouldn't have been, and you know, and smelling cologne and stuff. And so this girl comes up to me and she goes, this is our new men's fragrance, Guilty by Gucci. I'm like, OK. And I instantly loved it. And it smells like it works with his body chemistry and it uh-huh. smells really nice. So that's one I would recommend. Ladies, you know, we've got Christmas to try that. Up. And yeah. so, you know, if you're always, if you're looking for a really good scent, I now the thing is, I, I don't like guilty for women at mm-hmm. all. It always amazes me how when there's a male and female component of the same fragrance, how awful one can smell when the other one I smells know. so good. It's like they've got it on for men, but not for women. Right. You know, I I find that a lot. And the other one, do you, just when thinking about men and women sharing cologne but or like perfume, CK1. Were you yes. ever CK- Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, that was like the thing 100%. in the 90s. It was like, we all have to share CK1. I never did it. I never really loved it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love the smell. So I never had it. But yeah, that was huge. We huge. Cologne. We could share a perfume. The one, <laughs> the one complaint that I had about CK1, I did like the smell, but I always felt felt like it wore off 20 minutes later. Oh, that's interesting. Probably. I always, that was my only complaint with it. And eventually I stopped, you know, stopped using it just because I was like, okay, I smell good when I walk out the door and 20 minutes later, you can't smell it at all. Like I have friends be like, can you smell me? Right. There's nothing there, you know? (laughs) So it wore off really quickly. I always found myself, I, I think I still am a Vera Wang girl. Like I love the original Vera Wang. Vera Wang Angel, I think is a special perfume. I've had so many friends that if I've been in their wedding or something and they smell it, they're like, oh, this is my wedding day smell. I kind of, I I like both of those. There's one, and I think I mentioned this to you uh, before we started podcasting, actually, there's this Mm -hmm. one perfume from Givenchy and it's called (laughs) Play and it has got the worst looking container. Like the, the bottle is so awful. They make it look like an iPod or something. Like it's totally outdated. It's an awful, <laughs> awful, awful. I've heard drink. of it, but I've never smelled it. But I love the smell. I love it. And it's hard to find now because obviously it's becoming obsolete because they yeah. won't change the stupid name and the So and now the you can only find it at Perfume Mania at an outlet Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'll take seven of those. Yes. Please, and just stack them up. <laughs> Next to the Britney Spears over there. Right. Yeah. Oh, I did love me some curious. Curious. I, Brittany, as for like celebrity perfume, I actually think Britney's were pretty good. And my very favorite was Jessica Simpson. The Jessica Simpson smells I always liked a lot. Brittany had um, a Paris Hilton girl. 
No, but Paris Hilton had a lot of. Yeah, I never liked yeah. any of her stuff either. But um, didn't Britney have fantasy? Was that hers? Yeah, she had. That so was a curious, popular one. Curious was the first one that was in the little blue, like UFO shaped bottle, which mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, and then there was fantasy. She had circus. She had all kinds. She had all yeah. kinds of sense. But I think so fantasy, she probably is also not. She probably didn't see any of that money either. Her dad no, probably I'm took all sure. that money. The Daddy's got money. that one at home. Exactly. Oh the, my God. the Jessica Simpson ones, I think, were really good. And I'm wondering if now that she has control back over her brand again, because she was another one who gave up operating control of the Jessica Simpson brand. She finally bought it back for what, like $80 million or something. I wonder if she'll re-release if she'll start releasing those perfumes again, because they were actually good. And I, I wanted to go through and figure out what the scent was that I was attracted to. And it's funny of all the perfumes I've worn in the past, there's certain scents that seem to pop up a lot for me. Mm-hmm. And one of them, which I think is weird because I would not know what it smells like is pink peppercorn. What is that? Hmm. I mean, I know pink peppercorns, I've used them to you know, grind them up in cooking, but I'm not so, kind of a spicy girl, so I don't yeah. know where that comes from. It's really strange, but that's like one of the mid notes in a lot of the perfumes I like. I noticed. Well, I'm actually really happy to talk to you about scent because of the fact that you have a nose that has literally been certified as a sommelier. That's right. So I'm a sommelier. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, she's a sommelier, and that's so right. she knows. She knows. That's why you hear her say things like mid notes and top notes, and you know, it's just like wine. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that you probably pull from perfume that the average person would not even be able to smell or identify. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my question. I, cause we're both in, we're both into perfume enough that, you know, like we look for certain things. How do you, what are your, what's your take on eau de toilette versus parfum? Oh. Listen to you. Eau de toilette and parfum. Um, I will usually use either one. I prefer a parfum cause it just lasts longer, but you all, and you also can be a little lighter handed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't, I don't think it actually stops me from buying something. I do think I would usually, if I had the choice, choose the parfum because I think it just lasts longer. How about you? Um, I, I use the parfum the, mm-hmm. uh, from Dior. But the thing that's, I, I didn't know this and I had to, I interviewed a perfumer or yeah, I guess that's what they're called uh, a Pepe while ago. <laughs> yeah. And I learned, I like, I learned a lot of really interesting things about, you know, how like the mid notes and the top notes and the bottom notes and, and it kind of all feels like, you know, it's another language, but then you realize when, if you feel like your perfume doesn't, or your fragrance doesn't last long enough, yeah. then you should definitely be in the parfum category mm-hmm. because he had explained to me and I forget his name now, but he was really cool. But he explained to me that in parfum, it's it's the difference between eau de toilette and parfum is the amount of of perfume oil. That's right. The concentration of the oil. It's more intense. Yes. So in a parfum, you could get up to 20 percent of mm-hmm. perfume oil content. An eau de toilette could be anywhere between like, you know, one percent to like four percent. It's so why it's cheaper, too. It's right. And here's the other thing that I never realized if you if you are a parfum fan or if you find a scent that you really like, you may want to start with the eau de toilette version because mm-hmm. you've got about three hours of wear time with parfum. You can you can get up to eight hours. Of, right. You know, depending on how much oil the concentration is. The one of the things that I thought was really interesting that he taught me was the eau de toilette. The reason that you want to know the top, mid and bottom notes is that with eau de toilette, you're you're 90% of what 
people smell on you are just the top notes. Right. And, so, and then they evaporate away everything else. Right. Kind of, right. And then everything else kind of goes away after a couple hours with the perfume. What you smell initially, the top notes and then the mid notes, that's not what you're going to have at the end of the day. So you have to pay attention to what the bottom notes are, mm-hmm. because the bulk of your eight hours of wearing it is going to be handled by the bottom notes. And so going through all of that, like I, I started paying attention when they mm-hmm. describe, you know, when you're in like at Sephora, they have all the different descriptions of, you know, which I think they do a nice job with the top notes and the mid, you know, sure. the mid notes and stuff. But so I started looking around and I don't even remember what the bottom notes of Dior, of, of J'adore are, but whatever it is, that works really well with my body chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I've tried other things, other parfums, versions, you know, of other scents. And by the end of the day, it changes into something horrible. I know. And that's why people don't realize when they tell you to try a perfume on, try a perfume on and live with it for the day, spray it on, come back the next day and buy it a lot. And that's what a lot of times that I'll do when I'm looking for a new scent is I spray one, one scent on one wrist and one scent on the other. And then I go with it. Yeah. And then I see what I like at the end of the day because it can turn funky. You can go, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing. And you get it home and you're not going to like it in three hours. There was a Burberry um, perfume that I bought once that in the bottle, like the original Burberry. It was a trickster. I remember loving the original Burberry perfume too. I think it might actually have been like, and it was like in a, like kind of almost a, cylinder type tube. And then it got bigger. It almost looked like a test tube, like smaller at the top. And it kind of got bigger at the bottom, like a vase the or a decanter. But yeah, I don't, it was one of the early, loving it. It was early. Going, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I remember, totally and I, yeah. So it, whatever that one was, that that's, that's the one that I gave me a horrible experience. Smelled it when you first spray it on. It's amazing. And then I, fe- I felt like it turned into like the worst funky old lady smell. Yep. It was just so awful. And so that that was a bottle wasted. I mean, I tried to give it to my mom and then she was like, why does this perfume stink after a couple of hours? I'm like, it's totally true. It's really not a good perfume at all. So find one, you know, I, I find a few that you like and stick with them. But mm-hmm. definitely, you know, I thought that was a really interesting difference between eau de toilette and then and the perf- and the parfum, you know, P-A-R-F-U-M, you'll see on the bottles. Um, but that's definitely pay attention to the bottom notes. If you're if you want some staying power, make sure it's going to be something that isn't going to turn like really gross. It's one of those things you want to walk around with. It, it, it yeah. is hard to buy perfume online. You have to, you have to go in, you have to try it on yeah. because something can be delicious on you and wonderful and terrible on me. And you also have to watch where things come from. Even if you're rebuying a bottle, it's a warning we give you all the time on, on this podcast. If you're using Amazon or other services, it doesn't mean they're bad. You just always want to make sure it's legit. Those yeah. little mall carts or places so many in the car. In the, yeah. Or sometimes it's expired. And then that also isn't great. So mm-hmm. if you're going to spend the money on a good perfume, you do it at a Macy's, you do it at a Sephora or an yeah. Ulta where you know it's going to be kind of fresh and you're going to be able to smell it. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I noticed, the difference between it's it's I think it's a, it's a it's a parfum roller that yeah. that J'adore just came out with. And Those it's are a actually a, for me. Yeah, it's a roller. It's a bottle like it's, a, okay. it's not as big as the regular J'adore bottle. Um, which has like the, it looks like a, like a genie lamp, you know, like the top that pops off it. So it looks like that, but it's just smaller and it's a roll on. So I bought it at Sephora because they were out of the spray that I normally use. And I was going away or something. It may have even been in May to go out to LA. And so, you know, I rolled it on or whatever and went to dinner and like an hour and a half later, it was gone. 
not yeah. even an hour and a half. It was just, it was, it was gone. And I was rolling. I mean, really <laughs> dousing. I went, you know, behind the ears, down in my neck, under the chin, like all the spots you're supposed to do Yeah, on the wrists, in the, in between the elbows, you know, like all of it. And it, it was away. just gone. You know, it's, they try, it's they're such big. a waste. They're big into those rollers. I noticed at Sephora specifically, and they even do packages around the holidays. Like if you're looking around, you're going to see, oh, scent rollers for 25 bucks. What a great Save gift. your money. Save your money. They're Save not worth it unless you just want to keep one in your purse just to like touch All up your scent later in the day. <laughs> but it's really, it really is not worth the money. You're better off to just take it because they're not, they're not cheap. They're like no. 15, 25, $35, depending on how much fluid is inside those rollers. Right. And it goes away fast. And un- unfortunately, you know, now I'm stuck with, I had to go back and buy the proper perfume bottle yeah. that, you and know, get a roller. Spray. And right. now I have this stupid roller sitting there taunting me. And it was like, I mean, it's a full-size bottle. So it was probably 50 or 60 bucks, maybe it's just yep. sitting there. So that's one thing I would definitely advise everyone, unless, like you said, unless you want a tiny little bit of scent, yep. you know, for lunchtime or something, then, you know, yeah, I, I would, you know, the roller ball. One thing that Estee Lauder does really right, and I don't use Estee Lauder much anymore. That used to be the brand around my house. Like my mom, my grandmother all loved beautiful. Like it still brings me back some really great memories. But one of the that things was that Estee popular, oh my gosh. And uh, it's still, fragrance. I smell it and I'm like, oh, it like makes me feel like home. Yeah. I still really, I like it. I don't wear it myself, but I like it. But they had some great perfumes. They still do at Estee Lauder. And I know a lot of them are really popular. But what they'll do around the holiday time is in their gift sets, they'll give you a little tiny, like gold. Um, like a little gold spray bottle and they'll give you p- perfume cartridges that go in to that spray bottle so that you can take a little bit of perfume with you in your purse. Oh. It actually stays because it's real. It's not the roller. I love that. So if you want something pocket size, especially with the holidays coming up, because I'm big into the holiday sets. I think now is a great time if you want to invest in products to do it because you get a lot of extra stuff for free for the same mm-hmm. cost that you would normally Check it out if you are interested in Estee Lauder perfumes because they do. I, I don't know if they have them this year, but I've seen them almost every year in the past. Yeah. One of the other things that I thought was interesting um, when I was interviewing the perfumer, he gave some really interesting application tips. Oh, OK. And so he said the biggest mistake. Well, I'll, I'll ask. Do you know what the biggest mistake, according to perfumers, is that everyone makes when applying perfume? Hmm. Um, they spritz the air and walk through. No, that's actually okay. You can do that if you want a little bit on your hair or whatever. The biggest mistake, he said, is that everyone sprays like on your wrist and then rubs your wrist together. together. He said, as soon as you apply any pressure, you are literally changing the molecular structure. Yeah. Yeah. You are you are literally crushing and it's and it's gonna smell different and it's not gonna last as long. So he said that's the number one thing he wanted everyone to know. That makes stop, sense. Yeah. Stop rubbing. And people do, you know, they rub uh behind, you know on their neck and like stop doing any of that. Spray and just let it air dry and walk away. Don't yep. rub anything in. The other interesting tip that he gave, if you are finding whether it's an eau de toilette or a parfum that's not lasting as long as you would like, take a little bit of Vaseline. I've heard this. And rub it on, you know, rub it in like on your wrist or wherever you're, you know, behind your ears, wherever you normally like to apply yeah. it. And that whole apparent, I have not tried this trick yet, but apparently that really does help the staying power. There's something in that mixes with the Vaseline and the perfume. I think and, it gives it a base to stick to. So it doesn't evaporate as quickly. I've read yeah. about this. I haven't tried it myself because usually I feel like I get enough coverage. I don't feel like I need to do it, but I've read that in magazines before that you're supposed to use either a, a heavier lotion or Vaseline to hold the scent. 
Yeah. One of the other things he said that also doesn't work, and I have done this and I I always realize I'm like, wait a minute, when you buy a gift set, because we're talking about, you know, Christmas and stuff, when you buy a gift set and it comes with your whatever scent you like, and then it comes with the matching scented lotion Mm -hmm. and you think, oh, I'm going to layer and this is going to work and it does not work. And he said the reason for that is because it's actually a different formula in the lotion so if you want to just use the lotion itself, that's fine. But if you try to add your perfume on top of it, you're going to end up messing with the scent because mm-hmm. they're not really meant, they're not made to really cocktail. So you're yeah. better off doing the Vaseline trick um, One or, or, the other. or an unscented body lotion mm-hmm. and then let your perfume, you know, do its thing. But I, and I remember saying to him, I was like, yeah, thank you for, you know, I wish I had met you 20 years ago because I've been literally doing this. I have right. fallen victim to like every kind of, when I was wearing different scents, I would always buy the scented lotion that went with it. And I'm talking, even if I bought stuff, I don't know if you went through a phase with Victoria's Secret fragrances. Oh, a thousand percent. Right? And they never lasted long, but they, they always never lasted great. long. They smelled really good at first. Yep. And then I would always buy the fragrance and then the body lotion and all that. And it was just, it, it just disappeared. It did yeah. not last. No, a thousand percent. We should have put this in the nostalgic beauty episode, but I thought about this this week while you were in Hawaii. Um, I did you ever do you remember it was a short lived amount of time and I don't remember what year, but do you remember when the gap had a sign had four signature sets? Oh, a thousand percent. And they also and they've like personnel, they were named like different. One was ocean. Yes. Heaven. Yep. I don't know if it was called Earth, but there was I think I was a heaven girl, if I remember right. I think I wore heaven too. Yeah, yeah. I think heaven was the one. And it was they like- also had heavenly heavenly from Victoria's Secret, which also smelled good. And <laughs> that was one of my, that was one of the go-tos at Victoria's Secret for yeah. a little while. They had heavenly. I remember that heavenly. was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the ones that I, that I would get from Victoria's Secret. Oh, also, did you ever go through what I call the birthday cake phase? Where you smelled like birthday cake? Everybody smelled like a birthday cake. Well, all like that my girlfriend vanilla. It was yes. very light note. It was actually like all top notes of vanilla is what it yes. was. And everybody t- yeah. went nuts. Like yeah. I remember I was probably, I think in college, and I went to visit a friend of mine at her school, and like we were rolling like maybe five or six girls deep. <laughs> And all of us had vanilla something. There oh, was a yeah. there was a signature one. It was called vanilla something, and it was a very famous perfume at the time. And like three of the girls had that on. I had the vanilla stuff from Victoria's Secret. My friend had a vanilla something from. Um, I want to say it was like Crabtree and Evelyn. <laughs> like I mean, it was like something like we were so vanilla y that yep. two of our guy friends had to separate us. They were like, okay, ladies, we're walking behind you on this college campus to go to a party. And it's all just wafting in the guy's face. And everybody's stopping because they're starving for cupcakes. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and so the, our one friend, our one guy friend was like, guys, I, 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 he's like, I've got a headache. Like this just, it's so much vanilla. Like, it's just, you guys are a walking birthday cake. <laughs> And then the other guy was like, had probably just smoked weed. And he was like, you're making me so hungry. (laughs) He's like, I have munchies following you girls around. And then when we got to like her, my friends, she was in a sorority. So it was a frat party. And then when we got there, every girl smelled like vanilla. 
It was like the whole trend. That was was a real thing. It was a real thing. And even the fragrances that were popular at the time that didn't call themselves vanilla all had vanilla. All of the cheaper perfumes, all of the celebrity perfumes, they all had that vanilla cupcake smell. I mean, it smells Mm -hmm. good. It's just not very, it's not a real like it's not a mature fragrance or like right. fragrance really. Right. It's just, yeah. I mean, and I think they ended up getting like sweeter and sweeter. Oh yeah. It's like the perfume industry realized every girl thinks that every guy wants you to smell like a cupcake. Right. And so like <laughs> it just, I think, and it just got worse and worse. And then everything was extra sugary and extra sad. Like it just, it was, it went way too far. And I, I had to bail on the vanilla train. I just, I had to jump off the train. I couldn't handle it anymore. Well, now they do if with like with real fragrances, they'll use vanilla as a note, but they need other stuff to balance it out. Vanilla is yeah. a beautiful smell. Oh, you, it is. It's gorgeous. It I just mean, open up a vanilla fixed. stick like in oh, the yeah. jar, you know? Oh my God. There's nothing. I won't bring vanilla up Hawaii beans. again, but I met a vanilla <laughs> grower in Hawaii who gave me fresh vanilla beans <gasps> to take home. Do you know how expensive that is? Yeah. And you know how he would, he, how he served them to us to try them? He just opened up a vanilla bean and scraped it on top of fresh Maui pineapple. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God is right. Like you think pineapple is <laughs> delicious. And then you put a bit like fresh vanilla beans on top of it. It's, I mean, it's dessert. You could just, it's, it tastes like something fancy and it's, you know, it's interesting. I would never think to put pineapple and vanilla together. Oh yeah. Right. That's so not a, something that you would think to do. I wouldn't it's, have thought I about do. that. <laughs> Now I do. I'm now thinking about it every day. Probably yeah, some James Beard winner, award winner is like here, Jen. No, this was actually a very funny story. The show that we used to work on together where we first met, he was actually working for the Weston Hotel. And he's like, I heard you were coming. I am such a fan. I listened to you for years on, uh, on, on that show. And so he... um he was, that's why he brought me the vanilla because he loved the show and he asked how you were. And he knew like, he knew all the cast of characters. It was very funny. That's awesome. He's Mr. Like, vanilla now, man, please send me. He's some. like, now he's got that young girl with him all the time. And I went, that young girl isn't that much younger than Victoria and I. <laughs> that's true. Fine. She's young. Okay. She has, you know what? She has the cutest. This is our third radio sister. We're talking about our friend Jay. Yeah. She has the cutest, youngest sounding voice. That's, I think that's what it is. Like she like, has such an adorable voice. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're not old, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir, take your vanilla beans and get out of here. Um, that's well, oh, I'm still so jealous of the whole Hawaii trip. I mean, that's, I'm sorry yeah. to distract you with my vanilla bean, but yeah, no, but I, I, you know, you can do it the right way, but it's just not the, the vanilla fragrance from the early two thousands, which is yeah, <laughs> when it was peaking, when in our last episode, we talked about that Jessica Simpson product, which was like the body whipped cream or something that she mm-hmm. smelled like vanilla and it was edible. I mean, it's just, it's weird stuff that went a little crazy, a little over the top back. Yeah. Then. Like t- I typically would have, when I was younger, I would have like my favorite ice cream flavor was bubblegum, you know, or like cotton candy or uh, birthday cake, you know, like funfetti, like all that stuff. Now, all of that just tastes like pure sugar to me. Mm -hmm. Like I don't don't even, I can't even distinguish an actual flavor from it. It's just super sweet. It's just sugar. Yeah. Yeah, the I can't eat anything that's like birthday cake or anything like that. I think the vanilla phase of the perfume killed it. It like ruined you. Yeah, it totally did. Because that's all I think about now. Like just even smelling a sample of that kind of ice cream. I'm like, oh, no, thanks. Okay. So the fragrance that actually makes me gag. And I don't know why I must have like, I don't know. It was it was popular at the time. But do you remember sun ripened raspberry from Bath and Body Works? No, I did love (sighs) Bath and Body Works, though. 
you know, they had those body sprays oh, and yeah. then the lotion. So I did like the pear was a big yeah. one. Oh, pear was my favorite at Victoria's Secret. I loved pear and I loved strawberries and champagne at Victoria's Secret. Bath and Body Works, I don't know why I have such an aversion to the sun ripened raspberry. Probably one too many raspberry kamikazes in my 20s. <laughs> we but all have these sm- weird associations. Uh, with but that, that smell ruined. of fake raspberry, it Ugh. still to this day gets me. If if I smell that still, I, it's just, it's a gag reflex that just happens. It's the weirdest thing. Mm. Well, but one it's of like the- our brain. It associates these yeah. smells to our memories. Absolutely. Um, one of the other things when we posed the question, um, on Instagram at beauty pop pod, follow us. I'm on, uh, I'm at on air Victoria. Jen is at Jennifer horn radio. One of the questions that we posed when we were talking about the, you know, do you have a signature scent? I feel so bad saying this, but I have to be truthful. One of the most popular ones that everyone wrote back and said, this is my signature scent is one of my most hated perfumes. No, what is it? Angel by Thierry Mugler. Ew, I don't like Angel either. Ooh, I know we're whispering because we're like, we're just afraid. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I had a really good friend who liked that Angel and I can't even identify why I don't like it, but it's There's not something good. about it. Yeah. I know, I know. And some of my friends wear it and they're listening. So sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, but Look, I just can't get past fragrance it. Fragrance is personal. It's yes. okay. It's all right. And we don't know, all have the same smellers. Maybe at some point, and this is probably very possible, at some point, because everyone was wearing it, I probably tried it on myself. Yeah. And it just didn't work with my body chemistry. So there's probably that playing into it. But that's one of those scents. Man. Tea Rose does it for me. And I know a lot. Like, I love fresh roses. But that oh yeah, old, musty tea rose just reminds Ugh. me of, like, a lady who has a lot of doilies and <laughs> a lot of cats <laughs> and plastic on her couch because she's saving it for a special occasion. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> It's too much for me. Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot. And the other one, and I know this is also a super popular uh, scent, but it's one that I just every time I see it in Sephora, I'm like, that's they still make that because it's been around forever. The um, flower bomb. From I have Victor it right and now. Rolf. And let me tell you something. Right. So Victor and I, Rolf. Is that yes. what it is? Flower bomb. And yeah. I have smelled it on other people and I love it on other people. I bought it for myself because my, I think I told you this, my grandfather passed away back in August and I ran out of perfume and I'd never owned flower bomb myself. And I got to say this Ulta in Grand Junction, Colorado, very light on the fragrances. Mm-hmm. And so I've smelled flower bomb. I'm like, am I going to try this for myself? I've just bought a small bottle. It, there's something missing. I don't yeah. hate it, but there's something missing for me. And I don't know what it is. I feel like it needs depth. Like it just needs something to like pull yeah. it down. I don't know if that's like, if it's missing I, like a muskiness or like a base note or something, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's missing something for me. And so it's not my favorite, but I'm too cheap it, to throw it out. It's not like angel, like angel is a smell that I just can't stand. That's appalling. Right? I right. just don't like it at all. Um, but you're right. Flower bomb. There's nothing offensive about it. And I've gone back to that well several yeah. times because th- whoever does their marketing, they have the most beautiful displays. It's perfect. Right? Like it's, it's, beautiful. it's always it's gorgeous. But it doesn't and... smell like it looks like you. When no, I think I of flower bomb, I want it to be a flower bomb. Right. And I don't feel like it is a flower bomb. No, it's not. So I feel like I've gone back to that well several times and I've tried it on myself and it just didn't work. Yeah. But I, and it's I guess not it's cheap. still really popular. It's hugely popular and it's not cheap either. It's expensive. I think even by like, even by perfume standards right now, I feel like it's a little more pricey than the rest. Hmm. Well, yeah, you'd I find it I'm... like Ulta or Sephora or something. Right. Right. Well, I'll keep, uh, 
keep, I'll, keep I'll, shopping. I'm just going to stick with my, with my Dior. I think, I mean, sometimes though, I really do get bored and I want yeah. to kind of branch out again, but you're absolutely right. I make the mistake of I'm an instant gratification shopper. Mm-hmm. Like there is no, I'll be back next week to buy the car. It's no, I'm, I, I'm unloading the stuff from my car into the new one on the lot. Like I'm not yeah. prepared. Like that's how I am. And so whenever I smell a perfume that I like, I just buy the bottle and then it sits around and I end and then up you don't not like liking it. it. Yeah. So my problem is I just have been uninspired by the fragrances that are out right now. I feel yeah. like I don't have one that I absolutely love, love right now. Now, one that I've been trying and I've got to go spray it and walk with it is Gucci Flora. Um, I had a friend who I just traveled with, who I borrowed a spray. She didn't realize it, but it was sitting on her bathroom sprink- sink. And I was like, oh, okay. So when someone doesn't realize that you quote unquote borrowed something, <laughs> is that not stealing? It's a little, <laughs> it's a little bit of a, of a spritz. So I you tried to a borrow- bit of a robbery. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it, so it, it smelled good though. Yeah. It smelled pretty good. So we'll see. I, I think I have to walk with it though and see if I like it before I make any big commitments or recommendations. Right. And also, you know, where you spray things on your body, it's also different, right? So yeah. like, you know, if you, if you just use it as like a hair perfume, that's going to smell different than if you have it on pulse points and things like that. Exactly. Um, I forget, but the one last tip that the perfumer gave, he said the one place that you should always put perfume that people never do is right under the chin. I've never done that. I heard you say that you put it under the chin. I've never done that. I just realized that I, I've been doing that because he told me to. Huh. And I don't remember. There's something about under like a spray, though. I feel like I'd spray it up my nose. I guess with a sp- how do I do it? No, I think I usually dab it. I think just I dab. do like a yeah, with my finger. I'll just do like a dab. But there's something about maybe we can get a doctor on to explain this. But there's something about this part. You know, the, th- the skin is very thin under your chin. Right. And there's something maybe it, it's he said it's a pulse point that no one thinks about because everybody always goes behind the ear. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, down at the lower part of the neck or what, and the wrists and all that. But he said there's something there that, that it's like an important place to put fragrance. And I also read once that Giselle, who's back on the market now. Yeah, is available she, for sniffing. She famously once said, and we can end on this note. <laughs> she said that she always sprays perfume on her lower back right above her butt, like where a tramp stamp would be. Oh. And when asked the reason... She said, because you never know who's going to be back there. Ew. <laughs> okay, then. Uh-huh. We'll leave you on that note. <laughs> Hello, Tom, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Giselle's going to be sharing that little secret, I guess, with somebody else now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. We'll have to try it. Maybe it's like just putting something great out in the universe, right? A little spritz in the back. There you go. Right. I mean, forget the tramp stamp. Just put some perfume in there. Same thing. Right. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And I also want to say thank you so much for the reviews. We've gotten some really, really wonderful reviews. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank you for the five star ratings. That really helps us with visibility on the Apple charts, which are like notoriously tricky to navigate that algorithm. (laughs) Yes. So thank you guys so much. And if you have a second and if you have an iPhone, if you could just give us a five-star review or just write a little review for us, that would just be super awesome. And we appreciate it. And you can also email us at beautypoppod at gmail.com. And again, follow us on Instagram. We talk about all the products and everything. And that is at beautypoppod. So thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed all of our fragrance and Jen's trip to Hawaii, which I'm like not going to get over anytime soon. I know. Aloha. (laughs) Aloha. Yes, I will say mahalo. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. 
and aloha, which is hello and goodbye, right? That's right. Exactly. All righty. Well, thank you guys so much. We will talk to you next week. 